We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. From KMOX Sports. The bases are loaded. This is the Meyer Jensen Sports Open Line. Swing and a long one to left. Meyer Jensen, a personal injury law firm. Because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. He hits one deep to left field. You That's a grand slam for Yadier Molina. It's a slammer. This is Sports Open Line on KMOX. About a 20-minute edition of Sports Open Line here on KMOX on a Labor Day. We're glad to have you with us as we kind of wrap up the uh, some of our portions. I, I said wrap up Cardinals coverage. Not really. We've got some uh, Cardinal specials coming up for you uh, from 8 o'clock to uh, 10 o'clock in place of uh, at your service this evening. Uh, we're going to hear parts of the recent uh, Hall of Fame uh, induction speeches and also a uh, conversation uh, with uh, Ted Simmons, all going to be coming up from 8 o'clock to 10 o'clock. So I'll be covering you up until then. We can continue to take your uh, phone calls, your text messages, and your tweets as we were doing during the Extra Inning Show. 314-436-7900. 314-436-7900. Or you can tweet at me if you'd like. At Matt Pauley on air. M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. Uh, talked a lot about uh, Jack Flaherty during the Extra Inning Show. Flaherty took the spot in uh, on the roster of Dakota Hudson, who was sent down. We'll talk a little bit about uh, Dakota Hudson coming up in just a few minutes. But I just saw this a little bit ago. I retweeted this. Uh, the folks at uh, Stats Perform, uh, perf- uh, formerly Stats Inc., uh, they just uh, found this out 12 minutes ago. They tweeted this out. This is wild. The last three games for the Washington Nationals, they beat the Mets 7-1. They beat the Mets 7-1. Yeah, back-to-back 7-1 wins against the Mets. And then today they beat the Cardinals 6-0. So what is the significance of that? They become the first team in Major League Baseball to have three straight games where they win by six or more runs against teams or a team with 30 or more wins than them. Let me repeat that one more time. There's a lot of numbers in there. The Nationals are the first team in Major League Baseball history to have three straight games where they win by six or more runs against a team that has 30 or more wins than them, as both the Mets and Cardinals have more than 30 more wins than the Nationals have uh, this year. And here they are on a little bit of a run, which is good for them. They've got a young team, obviously, in a bit of a rebuild. They had the Soto trade. Like, they're just... 
the not a great spot for the Nationals, but there's some young guys who are getting opportunities, and uh, they're getting some wins here uh, down the stretch of the season. And I'm sure the folks there in uh, Washington are hopeful that that can uh, maybe pay some dividends uh, in future years. We'll just have to wait and see. Important that the Cardinals uh, find some success, though, against them over the next uh, few days. It's kind of a weird time right now for the Cardinals because, look, maybe I shouldn't say this out loud or people are going to cringe when I say this out loud. I'm not worried about the division at all. They've got a seven and a half game lead on the Milwaukee Brewers. And um, I just, I, I think they're going to roll. I think they're going to roll to a division championship. There's about a month left in the season. And today was the first day. Today was the first day in the last, what was it, 23 days that the Brewers gained a game on the Cardinals. The last 23 days, every single day, the Brewers have either stayed put or lost ground compared to St. Louis. And today was the first day. I just, I don't see a scenario uh, a, a, um, let me put that differently. I don't see a plausible scenario where the Brewers catch the Cardinals. I just don't. Uh, and uh, Oliver Marmel was asked recently about that, just about uh, the lead in the division. And his he said his focus is just every day, winning every day. The, the, the divisional standings will take care of themselves, that this team's focus is going out there and winning on an everyday basis. Now, they don't win today. You don't win them all. But that's what their approach has been over the last month or so, where basically in a month they turned a four-game deficit in the division to an eight-and-a-half-game lead before today. They had a 12-and-a-half-game turnaround in about a month. It's, it's wild that it went that fast. And I know there's going to be people out there that say, well, if it goes that fast in one direction, it can go that fast in the other direction. Okay, sure, but I just I don't see it happening. I do not see it happening, um, and things are not going especially well for the Milwaukee Brewers. They they did win today, but uh, they just lost a series against the Arizona Diamondbacks. And there's some interesting comments that were made today by uh, a former player in Lorenzo Cain that kind of uh, was very uh, negative towards that organization and some things that are going on inside the clubhouse. So it just seems like it is not a great place to be right now uh, in Milwaukee. So I'm pretty comfortable with where the Cardinals are at. Now, can the Cardinals catch the team in front of them and go grab the number two seed uh, in the National League? I think that's a, I think that's a stretch at this point. Uh, when you look right now, the team that's got the number two seed is the Mets. And the Braves are in front of the Cardinals as well, but that really doesn't actually matter because it's the division winner with the second best record that gets the second seed. It's it you're you're not gonna have two teams from the same division in those top two spots. So right now the Cardinals, in terms of trying to go grab that uh, second seed, they're six games back of the Mets right now. The Mets didn't play today. They were rained out against the Pirates. It's it's gonna be tough to catch the Mets. And I said I was I did a uh, in my conversation uh, with the show, I think it was this past uh, Thursday, maybe we talked about that. There's actually assuming that you can make it out of the wild card round. There's actually a little bit of value in playing in that as much as you'd like to have some days off. You know, if you're, if all you're doing is avoiding a one game wild card game, then yeah, you're all in on that. That is a dangerous thing. Like, because we all know in baseball, any team can win any one single game and for your playoff destiny to be determined by a one game play in essentially. I never like that. 
So trying to avoid that. Yeah, you avoid that if you possibly can. Avoiding the three-game series, there's still some randomness to it because it's still just three games. It's not a five. It's not a seven-game series. But there's a little bit more the better team is likely to win in a three-game series. And you kind of judge that against having what would turn into four or five days off uh, by if you don't play in that wild card round. Sometimes that can hurt teams. We see that happen all the time where a team's got an extended break in the postseason and it takes uh, it takes a little bit of while. It takes a little while for them to uh, get back going after having that long break. So it's it's kind of this thing where assuming you do make it through that wild card round, assuming that that does happen, there is actually some value in uh, being able to play uh, in that. Got a text message. Are you concerned with how the cards can't hit good pitching even uh, when Goldschmidt struggles, I first off, good pitching always beats good hitting. Like if you have really, really good pitching, it's always going to win. And in, in today's baseball, that's the way it goes. Uh, good pitching is always going to uh, beat good hitting. That is not anything that is exclusive to the Cardinals. Um, I'm not concerned about what they're doing offensively. I feel like it's been a couple of tough games yesterday and today. I, with all due respect to Annabelle Sanchez, who pitched today, dude's got a four and a half ERA. Like he's, uh, this is not the case of saying, okay, here's a guy who's a, a Cy Young Award candidate who's going to, uh, you know, come shut you down. And you say, okay, you see, there it is, another time where a top tier pitcher gets you. Now, like he's a he's a good pitcher. He's on a pretty solid run right now. His last four starts, he's given up one. Zero, one, and zero runs. So two total runs over his last four starts. So obviously he's pitching well, much better than he was pitching the first time the Cardinals faced him back on July 29th when they tagged him for six runs and five and two thirds innings. But I'm not, there's really nothing about the Cardinals from an offensive standpoint that concerns me right now. And if if this is the start of something yesterday and today, then in a couple weeks, if they are continuing to struggle offensively, then we kind of retroactively red flag this and say, okay, this is when the struggles began. But right now, to me, it's just a couple games where they haven't really scored and they haven't really hit, and they're a good offensive club. I, I look at that lineup today, and really with the exception of Yadier Molina, who obviously he's in the lineup for other reasons and what he does behind the plate, and he did have a hit today, uh, and, and we know that he's going to come up with some clutch hits down the stretch. Other than Molina, I'm I'm fairly confident in, in most of the guys in the lineup. You know, Nolan Gorman maybe is the other guy there that uh, you would look at and specifically say that he's uh, not where you want him to be at, the, at this moment. But overall, I think it's a really good offensive club, and they're going to start scoring a whole bunch of runs again. 6 nothing as uh, the Cardinals lose to uh, Washington. It's a sports open line slash Cardinals postgame hybrid as uh, we wrap things up here on a Labor Day. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Uh, we'll discuss uh, Dakota Hudson and what to expect from him moving forward as he heads down to uh, AAA Memphis for a couple starts, it sounds like. And uh, then we'll get out of here for the day. This is Sports Open Line back with more in a moment on KMOX. Welcome back to the Meyer Jensen Sports Open Line. Swing it along with the left. That's a grand slam for Yadier Molina. This is Sports Open Line on KMOX. 
Just a few minutes left in this edition of Sports Open Line. My name is Matt Pauley, continuing to come your way from Bush Stadium. If you want to get in here before the day is done, probably don't have time for a phone call, but you might be able to get a text in 314-436-7900. Coming up from 8 o'clock to uh, 10 o'clock, where we would normally have at your service, we've got a special uh, Labor Day extension of our Cardinals coverage, uh, a full conversation with uh, Ted Simmons, which is really, really good. That was part of the uh, Chatters Box podcast that the Cardinals uh, put together. We're going to hear that. Also going to uh, hear much of the uh, Hall of Fame induction ceremony uh, that took place uh, was it last week? All Time runs together just a couple weekends ago. Uh, so that's going to be coming up in uh, just a little while. Wanted to hit on this though before we uh, get out of here for the day. Uh, with Jack Flaherty being activated to the roster, they did have to make a move on the 28-man roster and that move was sending Dakota Hudson down. Now, when Hudson was first taken out of the rotation, the word was that they might try to find some spots to use him out of the bullpen. That didn't happen. And then you need Flaherty. So at that point, you're looking at your roster and you're looking at kind of the the back end of that roster and saying, who do you trust the most probably to cover bullpen innings? And then also, how do you get Dakota Hudson to be the best version of himself? And you weren't going to trust Hudson with big-time bullpen innings because you really didn't know what he was going to do in that role. That's the first thing. Um, and then the other thing is, does that make him better? Does Hudson working out of the bullpen at the big league level, does that, if, if, his, if his role is as a starter long-term, does that really get him closer to being where he wants to be and where the organization wants him to be? And I would argue, no, it doesn't. So the this next two weeks is going to be kind of interesting when it comes to Hudson because it's going to start with him going to Memphis and he's going to start at AAA. And I'm sure there are very specific things that the Cardinals are hoping to see in terms of improvement. Now, his last start, it was not... It was one of those things where Marmel said after the game, look, he did everything that we asked of him. He threw strikes, he threw with pace, and still wasn't good enough. So that, And that was against Cincinnati. I still don't know what that's going to look like moving forward, but then uh, they do have a doubleheader that's going to be coming up on September 17th, and he is scheduled to probably be uh, one of the two pitchers there. So they'll use him as what will be the 29th man. Right now the roster is at 28, so when they play a doubleheader, the rosters will expand to uh, 29. So he'll get two AAA starts, an opportunity for him to go uh, work through some things, and we'll see what he looks like when uh, he comes back and uh, whether or not he's somebody who might play a role with this team down the stretch of the season. All right, that's going to do it for uh, this edition of uh, Sports Open Line. Thanks for hanging out today here on Labor Day. I hope you've had a uh, wonderful holiday, and uh, we will talk to you tomorrow once again for Cardinals Baseball right here on KMOX. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.